This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. get over ourselves. It's not about us. Look around you, your co-workers. How many of them are His and they just don't know it yet? I encourage you to take it seriously. Begin praying for Him. Begin asking God to let you see what He sees. And begin ministering to people. Begin just conversationally talking with them. You know, one of the strongest churches in the ancient world developed in Corinth? When God looks at someone, He sees the potential they can have in Christ, how their life would look with Christ in it. We need to look around with fresh eyes and view others this way also. Pastor Robert urges us to take the opportunities to engage others in conversations about Christ because we don't know who will respond. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert with today's message. He saw many people who were his. They just didn't know it yet. Wow, they were scrambling around. You know, at one point Jesus was moved with compassion as he looked at the multitudes who were scattered like sheep without a shepherd. No direction, not understanding, not being led, not being taught, not being nurtured, not being guided. And, and it, just, it just grieved him as he looked at Corinth. He saw the same thing. People who were simply doing the only thing they know how to do, you know, just satisfy their desires, being led by their appetites. That's all people know how to do who are not being led by his spirit. But he saw many of those are mine. Paul, you can't keep silent. You can't. Don't be afraid. Speak up. Go share your testimony. Go tell them how I blinded you and how I showed you that you were completely wrong about everything you believed and, and were so sincere about. Talk to them about the fact that the one that I've promised from, you know, for centuries has, has come. Jesus is the one I promised, and he suffered, and he died, and he rose again. Go tell them this stuff. Paul, go share with them. Go talk to them. You know, sometimes we overcomplicate the proclamation of the gospel because we, we use words like proclaim, preach. You know what the Bible, really, the original language, talks about conversations. How many of you can have a conversation? Absolutely. Every single person in this room, we have conversations, don't we? Every day. Every day. Just talk to people about what you believe, about what Jesus has done in your life. Just be real. Don't hold back. Don't allow fear to dictate what you say and who you say it to. 
don't keep silent. He has many people in this town. Many of them just don't know it yet. I've heard over the years, you know, people come to me and just eager to get started, you know, just really wanting to serve Jesus and eager to get going. And I want to be in full-time ministry, pastor. One day I know the Lord's going to let me leave my job and, and just be, you know, and, and I understand that. I, but do you realize that he has you on a mission right now? Right where you are today. I love the fact that it seems, at least in Corinth, Paul started at work. I mean, yeah, he, he went to the synagogue and, and, and they, you know, they opposed him for the most part. Said, no, we don't want to hear about it with one notable exception. And then he found this couple who, because of anti-Semitism, the emperor Claudius had kicked all the Jews out of Rome. And so they ended up in Corinth. And apparently, I, I think Paul bumped into them in the marketplace because otherwise, how would he have even known their trade? You know, if he just met them at the synagogue, I, I can't tell what you guys do just by looking at you. And he recognized these are they're, they're tent makers. Hey, I'm a tent maker. Well, have you got a place to stay? No, as a matter of fact, I don't. Well, you can crash at our house. We'll work together. And they did. And they accepted Christ. How does that happen? Well, because Paul had conversations with them. He wanted them to know that the Messiah had come. And he just shared with them. Nothing profound. He just talked with them. Now, as people believed and were more open, then yeah, he taught. He stayed 18 months teaching the Word. But initially, all he did was, was share his faith. All he did was talk about the resurrected Christ. And that's all you and I have to do. I've shared with you before, you know, if you've been around a little while, one of the most profound witnesses in my life was, was a tax accountant who simply asked me, why don't you go to church? No condemnation. It was a sincere question. If you believe in God, why don't you go to church? Oh, the Lord used that. It was just a conversation. She wasn't preachy. She wasn't proclaiming anything. She wasn't teaching the Scriptures at that point. She simply asked me a question. And it, to be honest, it kind of blew me away. Oh, man, that's a great question. If I believe in Jesus Christ, why don't I go to church? I had to come to grips with the fact that I was a hypocrite. I thought only, you know, the, the people in the churches that were the hypocrites, I was a hypocrite. I said I believed, but it didn't touch my life. It didn't affect me in any way. When's the last time you had a conversation with a coworker about Christ? Now listen, we have to be real careful with that too. You know, I mean, you're being paid to do a job. So don't steal from your boss and justify it because you're serving Jesus. That's wrong. But on a break time, on a lunch break, after work. You know, quite often as Christians, we're afraid to go to the parties. We turn down invitations and, and because we don't want to subject ourselves to... And you know what? If you're struggling in an area, if, if you recognize that you've had a problem with alcohol and you know that people are... Well, then I understand that. But so often we're just wimps. We really are. It's a cop-out. If I, I know I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have anything in common with them, and I'm just going to be uncomfortable. And 
and we need to get over ourselves. It's not about us. Look around you, your coworkers. How many of them are his and they just don't know it yet? I encourage you to take it seriously. Begin praying for him. Begin asking God to let you see what he sees. And begin ministering to people. Begin just conversationally talking with them. You know, one of the strongest churches in the ancient world developed in Corinth? In Corinth. A place where prostitution ruled. They worshipped. You know, that hedonistic lifestyle and sexual immorality. And yet, there were many people there who were His. I'd be willing to bet that many of you have a mission field at work, that there are many people around you who are hungry. Often it'll be the ones that least look like it. If you look at them on the outside, you'll think they're just going to make fun, they're they're not going to listen, they're not going to want to hear it. And they may initially tell you, I don't want to hear it. I did that. Tried really hard to, you know, just push it away. Stop people at the door. I know all that stuff. Already read the Bible. Grew up in church. Don't want to hear it. Just pray. Respect that if, if they don't want to talk to you about it. You know, okay, fine. But that doesn't mean you write them off. That doesn't mean that, that you stop praying and, and, and that you stop looking for the opportunities to be a witness and to share. Guys, he has many people in our city. South Beach is not beyond redemption. He wants there to be a dynamic body of believers. There already is a dynamic body of believers here, but he wants there to be an even more dynamic body of believers. What would it be like if five or six people at your work accepted Christ over the course of the next year? Would it change your working environment? What if it happened with every single individual at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, that three or four or five or six people at your work came to Christ over the next year? And all of a sudden, they began to apply the things that they began to learn in the Scriptures, in their homes, in their jobs, in their families. What an impact it would have. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. We're always aiming to bring you the truth and promises found in the pages of the Bible, and we pray God reveals exactly what He wants you to hear every time you tune in. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field, and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Charisma versus Charismania by author and pastor Chuck Smith. 
This book takes a biblical approach to the Holy Spirit and His influence in the lives of Christians. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another teaching in the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.